Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. Today, I'm sharing with you the final in our case study series, and this is a little bit different because this is actually a recording of a live session with one of my clients. Um, So a couple of episodes ago, I shared the first session with a client called Jess, and so that series is going to continue. This is with a different client, and this is actually the final session, the reviewing session I did with a client called Claire. And so this was us actually catching up a couple of months after we finished the program and just checking in with her progress, how she was doing. Her main goals of working together was around um, weight loss and body recomposition and energy. She was totally burnt out. So in this episode, it's um, Claire and I having a conversation and we talk about feeling your feelings, how to handle emotional eating, what to do when you get really stressed, how to handle fat loss and what to do to support that. Um, how to deal with food drama and a couple of real practical things. So I think this coaching, this session is a really helpful one for you to see, um, you know, because in the case studies, I've talked a lot about like the lab tests that we do and hormone tests and gut tests and all the geeky stuff that's really helpful. But this session really is because by this point with Claire, this is like the end of our program together. She's done, we've done a lot of the geeky work and gut work. This is really more about coaching. This is really more about behavioral change. And this is, this is something that I find a lot of nutritional therapists or people in my field often don't do both of. They're either super geeky, like, you know, looking at food and lab tests, or uh, but don't deal with the, the psychology of change and coaching, or they just only deal with coaching but don't actually know enough about nutrition to really help your biology. And that is why I do both. And so this session is really just a bit of a sample of what it is to... Um, have that kind of coaching relationship, the accountability, the challenge, you know, you'll hear it in this conversation um, of, of what that actually looks like. So I'm really excited to share this with you. Um, a couple of things, I'll give you a bit of an uh, overview of Claire and her life. Also, this is recorded on Zoom, so the sound quality isn't as good, but I think it's still worth sharing in terms of the content because I think we share some really juicy stuff. Also, if you are wanting to work with me in 2022, you need to book your Zoom chat with me. I do have a limited spaces. So if you go to keziohall.com forward slash book, book in your Zoom call. If you're listening to this as it comes out, then you still have time to get in on my Christmas bonus. Um, so book your call super soon. If you listen to this in the new year or like past the 21st of December, still book your call and I'd love to chat it through to see if it would be a good fit for you. Okay. So a couple of things about Claire. She came to me. She is, um, she works at home and has five children. Um, and there's a lot going on with her children, different ages, different healthcare needs, different food allergies, different schools, all that sort of stuff. She came to me really burnt out, um, exhausted, napping, struggling, just by the, you know, by the time she got kids to school, she was done essentially. She knew loads about food, like she was better at making fermented foods than I am, was a good cook, had like, could make really good food, had a pretty good baseline of health. So there was lots of knowledge there around whole food, food, food practices, preparing food, these kinds of things. Um, as I said, she'd had five children. So there'd been a lot of that kind of, you know, just the depletion of making humans and all that that brings. Then I mean, a couple of difficult life circumstances happening for her in the past few years that had been really difficult. And she had just found that despite all her knowledge, she was struggling to create healthy habits and do the things that she knew was good for her. And she, her energy had just totally plummeted. She had no energy to exercise, no energy to really do anything after she'd gotten the bare minimum done in her day. And life was just all feeling a bit stressful. Plus she was feeling like she just kept on gaining weight and that wasn't changing and that was kind of getting her down and then her hormones were a little bit out of balance all that kind of thing so in terms of what we did we um, ran a dutch test or hormones panel with her we monitored her blood sugar quite closely we ran a thyroid panel we did a bunch of different stuff and over the kind of four months of working together we worked on our gut health we did some stuff to help um, with estrogen dominance because that it um 
her estrogen was quite dominant and her androgens were also quite high. So we really focused on her eating enough food, balancing her blood sugar, dealing with refined sugar intake, dealing with emotional eating, trying to support her sleep, trying to get her to um, change certain boundaries in her life so that she had some time for herself, for self-care, for looking after herself. Um, And she did a phenomenal job. And this is all despite like schools and lockdowns and all of these kinds of things and just being busy. Like there was lots going on. And as you'll hear in this, um, there's never really an end point when it comes to health, it's worth saying, but she is, she lost a good chunk of weight that she wanted to lose. I think she still wants to lose a bit more. And so we talked about that in here, but she lost about a stone and a half realist of like sustainable, non-weird, non-deprivation weight. You know, we talk about even, you'll hear in this episode how I encourage her to have a, her cookie and milk every day. So this is a really, um, a really holistic approach to um, body fat. We also, you'll also hear about how her energy has improved. She's now going to the gym. That has totally changed what that looks like for her. So again, there's still stuff she is working on, but she's done, made some really foundational and phenomenal changes. So I'm really looking forward to you listening to this episode. Let me know if you have any questions. Book in your call at keziahall.com forward slash book. If you want to just chat about working together and what your program might look like, what kind of lab test we might run for you. Otherwise, enjoy the show. What do you feel like uh, has been going well? Because you've had like a whole school term, back to school, half term, all the things. (laughs) So that's where the real challenge lies because it's like during the holidays, I didn't have to rush out. And so I had time to get breakfast and stuff like that. So it's uh, certainly everyone going back to school has made a difference. Um, So things that have been going well, I've I've been getting down to the gym so I've had well the energy to do that. I've had the energy and the mental capacity to be able to do that. So I, at yeah. the moment, I'm going um, at least once a day during the week um, and then yes. weekends off because they're not quite as easy to get down. Um, sleep is still a bit of a troublesome fiend. Yes. <laughs> getting, getting it. And the quality of it and the, the well the more the quantity than the quality really um so that's I think that's the thing that's kind of still making me stumble a bit um but yeah so so yeah energy wise I am getting getting more more energy to like I say be able to go to the gym and and do stuff I'm, I'm tending not to need to have a, a nap when I can get it as much yeah, <laughs> usually, yeah usually on my days without kids I'll I'll uh, try and try and get a nap in somewhere but I've, I'm not particularly needing that at the Good. minute I yeah, don't think because I think when we started working together you would like often do the school run and then um and then it would be like you'd need a nap essentially just after school at like 10 o'clock yeah yeah have a bit of a crash yeah which I mean, makes sense. Try to get five kids up out to different, <laughs> like it's not even like all to one place, like different places. It's, yeah, it's it's a lot. So your yeah. sounds like your energy, like your baseline energy, sounds better. It's better, yeah, yeah, I think so. I I do I do still get the the bit of a crazy. I don't know if slump is the right word, really. But the the stress out at about four o'clock ish when everyone's coming home and it's dinner time and trying to get them to do chores. And so I still kick myself for it. And I know that I shouldn't kick myself for it. So I kick myself for kicking myself. (laughs) Yes, I know. Don't we? Totally. It's like I shouldn't do this. And now I'm going to beat myself up for doing it. But I shouldn't be beating myself up about beating myself about doing it. And you just. Yeah. So the vicious cycle. So I do. I still have so I I do still have a bit of a crazy uh, time and I and I eat, so I generally eat fairly well throughout the day and then at that yeah. point I have a bit of a uh, just want something um at, at that time still um and do you beat yourself up about that like about eating your whatever it is that you eat is it then like oh I shouldn't have done that or is it just like is there like mental drama around what you eat at that time not really. I know. Okay. I know deep down 
that the things that I'm eating are not great for me still. Like it's it's bready stuff has crept back in there recently over the last <laughs> only about the last week. Um and it's mostly because it's available because because I've not been yeah. getting that stuff and then I was like, oh I, I just every now and then I just you can't beat bread. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. It's <laughs> true. It's a unique like amount of like warm yeasty carby yeah, it's nice, nice. yeah nice yeah um so so yeah I know I know the thing is I know the response that my body is going to have to it I kind of accept that that's what the response is going to be and I'm like do I care about it at the moment yeah <laughs> no I want to eat the bread so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well that actually is a like that is a that sounds more of like a logical response than like a high yeah. drama response if that makes yeah. sense so which is actually kind of what you want because you can eat as much bread as you want Claire like yeah, yeah. bread is just is bread the results that yeah you'd like. So it's, it's like yeah where, it's like what, if I eat this more the bread or the <laughs> or the yeah. weight loss <laughs> or yeah. the yeah. lack of flatulence <laughs> yeah it's like do I want to fart loads or do I want to eat some toast (laughs) yeah okay so it sounds like probably you and this would make sense because your knowledge of whole foods your knowledge of eating is really really good so you probably are eating really well but it sounds like you get it's that post school everyone around stress out dinner time everyone probably making a lot of requests of you snacks can I watch this can I do this and then uh, like yeah yeah it everyone sounds like a stressful arguing, time arguing with each other about yeah, yeah the, and chores they'll and, be tired as well yeah. like at the yeah. end of school tired and hungry yeah. it just sounds like uh, it's just I do so, three, four so o'clock. Between, between four and well we generally eat dinner somewhere between half five and six ish um and then uh, I don't I don't tend to snack on an evening really okay very occasionally so so it's like the the hours between four and say about seven when we're doing bedtimes that that's the kind of the high stress yeah, <laughs> sort yeah, of yeah. Time when I'm a bit like oh I don't want to make dinner <laughs> yeah so, yeah yeah okay so that does sound like a lot of that is I mean, it makes sense just it's kind of stress like that time yeah. of day I, I, also, I, I think I'm an emotional eater yeah <laughs> definitely yeah and it's uh getting over that yes and just it's like it's just being aware of that and then like where you can um like fit I mean first step is always awareness and then with emotional eating it really is just making sure that you don't make that wrong or bad about yourself is actually a really logical response to eat when you feel like when you, it's almost like when your emotion bucket overflows because when you eat especially when you eat bread or carbs or sweets or something like your or like your, yeah it's that comfort because your brain state does actually change so it actually it it gives you the result you want in that you feel better there's comfort there's a bit of a dopamine hit there's like a glucose rush it is comforting and needing that is not wrong like that's totally it's a very logical behavior it's more about so it's really making sure that our tendency is generally to really judge that harshly to be like oh I can't believe it I'm working with Kezia I shouldn't be emotionally eating (laughs) you know like all this drama or like oh I'm a grown woman or I know this is the whatever it is like actually just being like okay it's more of just if you can think about it more logically or from a detached perspective it's like oh I emotionally eat at this time okay I obviously have a lot of emotions that need to like are overflowing from my metaphorical emotional bucket okay how am I dealing with them this week because just your life like five kids your responsibilities your caring it's all a lot so like you are gonna have feelings about getting kids like dinner on the table for the six, seven people of your household that probably all have different preferences, all different have have different allergies, abilities. Like, I don't want to eat that. I don't like this. I don't like this. Like, 
you know, yeah. that, that is un- like, it's understandable that you have a lot of emotions about that. Like the <laughs> other day, even just myself, I was like, I'm getting stressed out about food. Cause that's like in our house, that's my, like a bit like you, that's my, like, that's delegated to me. Like I lead food yeah. in our house because that's just how we've made it to be. But I was like, no wonder actually, I thought about it logically. Cause I was beating myself up. Cause I was like, oh, it's not that bad. There's only like only really three of us that eat food and then the girls kind of like weaning they just like having mush but then I was like no because yeah there's three meals a day so it's three meals every day so how many is that a week that's like 25 three times no 21 three times seven seven 14 yeah that's 21 yeah, <laughs> and it's 21 meals in a week that's thinking about planning for buying food for for five people and all of those five people have different things like the girls eat specific things because they're weaning Merlin's a toddler and like you know fussy you know you've had lots of toddlers like I don't like this I do like this I don't like this and then I have like me and Joe that want to eat good quality food so I'm like that's actually it's just a lot of units to think about it is a lot and it's totally understandable to be really stressed about it so I think the awareness and then also thinking about okay like we've talked about before like where in your week are you having like Claire time to either like just process emotion and and this could be easily something you stack onto like now that you're going to the gym regularly it could be like as you walk to the gym or drive to the gym you just think oh you know I've been really stressed this week I'm going to do this class with like just the intention of like like getting rid of stress if that and it it doesn't need to be like an extra thing to do or something extra it can just be like I'm going to walk I'm going to want to walk around the block. I'm going to do this exercise class. And you really like are intentional about being like, when you do a squat, (laughs) you know, or like you're doing like a Zumba class and it's like, I don't know, you're doing some jump, jumping up and down. And you're like, like you really are intentional about just feeling whatever the feelings that you have, because you should have feelings about your life and things are frustrating. And I think the more that you do that, the more, then like it's almost like you need more channels for those emotions to go through if that if that makes sense um yeah. and when that happens like this happened with another client recently who's doing a lot of binging and purging and a lot of just had a really horrible unhelpful history with food lots of poor information poor support just rubbish but actually the more that we have and she's worked on just like feeling of feelings and having different avenues for that also just eating a bit more food in general that she's like oh no I've not actually binged in ages because I feel like when I have feelings they there's like I have a few channels for them not just eating and it's not that eating's bad it's not like eating your feelings is bad it's just just not the only way you want to deal with them um because it's only effective to a limited degree um so did, would what springs to mind in terms of what do you think would help you from that especially at that time of day like stress o'clock just call it. <laughs> the, the uh what's the what's the word for the opposite of something like the anti something of happy antithesis antithesis something like that yeah of happy hour yeah um sorry I was the question again I got distracted trying to think of that word <laughs> That's fine. I know that could happen. Uh, what in terms of that hour of the day, that time of the day, and feeling like you're emotionally eating or just being stressful, what do you think would help with that time? Like, is there anything that would make that period of that part of the day less stressful practically? Or even if it's just how you think about it, like thoughts that you have about that time of day in terms of helping you manage stress? There's like two different avenues you could do, do down, like practical strategic help. Like, how can I get more support at this time of day? How can I make my life easier, very practically? Or it might be like, how am I, what am I thinking at this time of day? And what can I do to help calm my nervous system? And just acknowledge that this time of day is just a bit of a crazy. Um, I think, again, keeping on top of the kitchen helps because when it's piled up and it's oh, like yes you've got to deal with that first so that's still something that Leon's been really good and most nights he'll kind of sort dishwasher out before so that the next morning there's not piles of stuff so he ha- he's been helping with that um 
but it's uh, it's the maintaining that and the yeah um and is that your job to maintain it if that makes sense or is it just that his leon's um, role has slipped a little bit or yeah um occasionally it slips a little bit it's it, it, it's the difficulty of that he's got a lot on his plate as well and then it yeah. is making sure that I don't feel guilty for him having to pull his weight and yeah. like that so that's that's still um yeah just yeah. something I, good I just, old guilt I feel, good old guilt. I feel I feel guilt a lot um yeah so that yeah keeping on top of that helps and Benjamin um his job when he gets home from school Benjamin empties the dishwasher so if there is anything on the side can fairly quickly put it in and um I think one thing that I tried for a while was kind of giving myself an allowance of it okay I know that I'm going to have this every day so I've got like um the, like the rhythm 108 cookies that are oh, a yeah, bit low, yeah, yeah. Low so yeah. I'm going to let myself I'm going to have that and a glass of milk and I know that's something I'm something nice that I'm allowing myself to have rather than oh, what can I have I'm just going to grab anything yeah. and so I did that for a little while and then ran out of the cookies <laughs> yeah yeah, and then yeah. It, again again it's the guilt thing of oh but I'm trying not to eat lots of sugar and and okay yes yeah yeah so, so it's uh yeah it's but then it's like it's better to allow myself that one thing rather than I know I'm going to surrender and have all the things. So, yeah, yeah it's try, trying to find the right balance of that. Yes, for, uh, it is. And it is. And it's, allowance, but not giving myself excuses. Do you get, yes. get what I mean? Yeah. And I think that is a fine line. Well, it's, well I'm not sure. I think it logically sounds like a fine line, but I think how it feels in your body is quite different if that makes sense. Because when you make excuses, you're basically lying to yourself. It's yeah. like a dishonesty within yourself, which feels different to, you know what, I'm giving myself, I have full permission to do this and I'm going to enjoy it. And actually having that cookie and milk becomes something, a little moment of pleasure in a hectic bubble of time, in a hectic chunk yeah. of time, feels really different. Like that eating a cookie and having milk can actually with with um permission and when you give yourself allowance can actually be a really nice little little moment thing yeah, yeah of like self-care of like you know what I am gonna meet my needs right now I know there is five other people's needs that are <laughs> happening but I'm just literally gonna take maybe two minutes and this is gonna be and that can be a really nourishing really good almost ritual that you could have with yourself like in that hectic time of just like yes all the stuff is happening there's loads of stuff to do this dish to do dinner to cook people asking this chores to get the kids to do whatever but just to really have be like I'm gonna have a moment of pleasure for me I think that would be more beneficial than the worrying and the guilt of like is it too much sugar and is it me like all of that kind of thing would actually that little moment and I'm I'm often I say self-care but we often think self-care is like 45 minutes of doing something like it could just literally be like I'm just going to clear a tiny section from the table sit down have my cookie have a plate eat it take a couple of seconds to be like mm, that was really good <laughs> okay and then I'm going to start chopping the onions for dinner like okay let's go like just that I think could be really beneficial and um help you to just have it's because it's important that you have moments of pleasure for you, Claire, where you're meeting your needs. And that actually is important for who you are as a human and as a woman, but also that does actually help you in the long run to meet other people's needs. And it's getting that, and, and I know we've talked about it before, but it's easy for that to get the other way around of like, yeah. I'll meet everyone else's needs first. Mine don't matter as much. And that can, it can be that dynamic, because actually it's far more powerful and beneficial to your whole family and marriage and life and community. If actually you can be like, no, I'm, it's okay for me to have needs. It's okay to meet my needs first, because I know that this is how I'm going to really nourish everybody around me. If I am really nourished and I am not having loads of guilt going on about wanting 
you know, to have a bit of peace and quiet or like whatever it is. So I do think that could be a really nice ritual to add into that time. Cause I don't, I think, you know, just the, with having your actual, the facts of the situation of five kids, everyone's tired after school. It is dinner time. Every trying to get people to do chores, all of that, those facts aren't necessarily going to change. Yeah. So it's really about, okay, well, how can we make sure you're looking after you in that time? Um, so I think going on and bulk buying a bunch more of those cookies or deliciously <laughs> already yellow. Already done, already done. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. And then like putting them somewhere out of reach from everyone else. Just interrupting myself to let you know something very exciting because it is that festive time of the year. I have created an awesome Christmas bonus. If you listen to this podcast and you like it and you want better energy, better belly, improved digestion, more balanced hormones, you want to shift your weight, you just want to feel good and you've been thinking about working with me, then now is the time. I am taking bookings for clients to begin at the start of January in 2022 and I have created a Christmas bonus that is worth over £800 for every client that signs up before the festivities begin. So if you've been listening to this podcast and you like the content and you've just been struggling to make progress on your own, you don't know where to begin, you feel overwhelmed, you can't ever seem to make changes that are sustainable. And the frustrating thing is you feel like you actually have a pretty healthy lifestyle. You eat decently, you've tried different dietary changes, yet your symptoms aren't improving or they're getting worse. If that's the case, then I would love to help you in the next coming months. And if you sign up to work with me, before I go off on my Christmas holidays, then I want to give you £800 worth of stuff for free, including lab testing, so we can do a really thorough investigation, and a couple of awesome things that might just arrive in your post. So if you're interested in working with me in 2022 and you want to get one of the limited spaces that I have, then go to keziahall.com forward slash book. This is just a free Zoom call, no pressure. It's really chilled. We can just find out more information. We can talk about what might be going on in your health. And I can share with you what kind of program you might need in order to make the progress you want to make quickly, essentially. So if you are interested, make sure you book in that call. At the end of that call, you can decide what you want to do. It's no pressure. It's totally chilled. But if you want to make the most of these savings, and I'm also offering just the one time only a nine month option payment plan. So that makes working with me super affordable. So if you want more information, if you know that in 2022, you really want to feel good, that you are just done with the burnout, the stress, the terrible belly, the embarrassing symptoms, the crazy hormones, the low mood, all the stuff. And you really, you want to make progress and you want to make progress quickly in 2022, I'd love to work with you. Head to keziahall.com forward slash book, book in your call. And if you decide it's right for you, you'll just get like a massive Christmas present from me in the form of like lab tests. But I do promise there'll be chocolate in there as well. Because <laughs> I mean, you know, lab tests are cool, but chocolate is also better. So if that is you, keziahall.com forward slash book, book your call with me. I'd love to chat with you no pressure. It'd be so fun. It'd just be like the podcast, except you can answer back and you can find out if that's for you. And also remember, I'm offering a one-time only payment option over nine months. So you could spread it over the rest of next year and just really start to make the progress and see the results you want to see in your body, in your mind, in your energy, in your belly, in your hormones, in your weight, in everything so much quicker. Honestly, I promise if it's the right fit, working with me will mean you see, make the progress you want to see so much faster than if you did it on your own. It's just, I work with thousands of people now. That's just what happens. So keziahall.com forward slash book. Book your call. No pressure. If it's for you, great. If it's not, that's fine. I'd love to chat with you anyway. Um, and I will hopefully speak to you soon. Otherwise, let's get on with the show. And it might be, I know a while ago in one of our sessions, we talked about, she mentioned guilt a few times. Um, and like feeling guilty about looking after yourself or guilty about, I don't know, asking Leon to do the things he said you know the things that are his to do so that you can do the things that are your to, yours to do yeah. it could be really helpful to have um like just be intentional about uh like your thoughts around that if that makes sense so I think I think it was what was the phrase we had in one of our sessions that that came up a few times I think I wrote it down 
Hold on, I'll just check in. I can't get my things up because it's on the no, phone. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> I, um, something about it being okay to look after yourself. Oh, what, what I need matters. Yeah. So it might be taking, and I could always put this in some notes here, but thinking of like five phrases that wrap around that are of that genre, if that makes sense. Of what I need matters. When I look after myself really well, it benefits my family, community, and world around me. When I nourish my body, my mind, and my soul, everybody benefits. When I meet my needs first, I'm able to abundantly meet the needs of everybody around me. Like almost just having like four or five phrases that you could have as reminders on your phone. You could put them up on the kitchen thing if you wanted to, or you don't have to have them public if you, you know, don't want to. <laughs> I have, um, on my app, I use an app called ThinkUp, which is like an app where you can record your own affirmations and then it like loops it to like a little bit of music. So like throughout the day, I can just have, and it's me talking, I'll just record myself saying what I need matters. And then it kind of just goes around. And that, and I often just put that on when I'm like, doing something mind like mindless like I'm just and I'm on my own like I don't use it for <laughs> you know if I'm really walking around the street but or if I've got headphones on and I'm changing nappies or whatever and that can be really <laughs> helpful just to remind like to interrupt the spot the guilt spiral that's really well trained in your brain of like Claire how dare you ask somebody to help you how dare you ask Leon to do his thing or how dare you feel tired or how dare you have emotions or like you should be superwoman you should be able to feed this and do this and prepare this and do this and keep the house clean and get this like whatever that narrative is uh, just to kind of like kind of counteract that because you do a great job but the you don't need to be all to all you know which is sometimes as mothers we kind of want to be I'm like yeah. I, I I just want to be everything everything for you because I love you so much let me just let me just be all and all for all for you and um it's not it's not that that's bad it's just being aware of okay yeah I can I can I can love fiercely and I can love really well but that first starts with okay loving myself and actually I will really love my kids really well if I show them really like really obviously how to really love themselves like yeah. that's and it's that can be especially if you're more motivated by other people's needs that can sometimes be a nice motivating factor of like okay what do what what do I really want to show my kids here about how to nourish and think and all of those kinds of things so I think the, cat, the cat's trying to break into the room <laughs> Cats We've and got, dogs and children. We, yeah, we we got we got a kitten. I can't remember whether he had it last time we spoke. But I yeah, we got, we got a kitten just... half the day. Oh, that's exciting. And, yeah, she's lovely. Um, she fits in really nicely. Oh yeah, kids, kit, cats are I think probably slightly less work than dogs. Yeah, yeah, which is why we went for a cat rather than a dog. <laughs> yeah, good plan. Wool, so when I'm trying to crochet, she's coming and trying to steal my balls of wool. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She'll just be like, oh, this is a fun toy for me. Thanks, Claire. Yeah, You're like, um, okay, so we talked a bit about that kind of ritual around stress o'clock time. Oh, we were thinking about thoughts. Does that sound like something realistic that you would want to do, could do, can we bother to do? What are you yeah. thinking? Yeah, well, it's uh, it helps to uh, have different arsenal, doesn't it? Different yeah. ammo in my arsenal. So, yeah. Yeah. And in the long run, if we're talking about like sustainability of, you know, of some of the stuff we've worked on of like lowering sugar, helping detox pathways for your estrogen, like all of these like practical behaviors, in order for those to be sustainable, they're actually driven by what you think about yourself, really, what you think about your body, what you think about um, how you prioritize your well-being like all of those behaviors that you want to have of 
not eating too much sugar and eating whole foods and eating well and all of these things that you know about, you have the knowledge about, you have the desire to do, are actually going to be driven by what you think in the day to day. And that's sometimes the most challenging thing, if that makes sense, because it's it's not as easy as just being like, eat some kale. <laughs> you know, like yeah. just just eat some kale, Claire. It's kind of easier than being like, oh, I need to like look at like I need to think kindly about myself. <laughs> uh, the, it was the the hair loss as well. So I've got um the, the I, I had patches here that are kind of grow, oh, grow, yes. growing back. Yeah. So um yeah, that's doing all right as well. I don't feel like I'm majorly losing a lot of hair at the moment, um, beyond what would be normal. Whereas yeah. before it was like I was like, oh, look at all this hair as I was coming out of the yes. shell. Okay, that's um, a good sign. So yeah, I feel so that's growing back and and feels more under control. Good. So yeah, doing all right, okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, there was a couple of um, things I quickly went through, and I'm just looking through again your um, the Dutch test that we did on your hormones. And I think one of the like the first thing we wanted to do was deal with some of that estrogen dominance that was happening, and that was with looking at sugar and your blood sugar regulation and things like your dim and supporting your gut and your you know all those kind of things. Um, but your progesterone levels are actually okay. But I wonder if this isn't an accurate way of thinking about it, but metaphorically can be helpful to think like your progesterone might be getting a bit like drowned out by your estrogen and by your androgen hormones. So I wonder if long-term it might be helpful to just add in a little bit more to support that, especially with your facial hair as well. Some of that will just be um, like beautician maintenance, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if we can, but because you are, um, your the way that you metabolize androgens very much favors more of this like inflammatory, not very helpful metabolism of uh, of your androgen hormones. That can sometimes exacerbate that as well. Like that can just add a bit of fuel to the fire. Um, so a couple of things to do. Uh, I think it might be helpful to bump that androgen hormone support up a little bit and again this will be a bit of like a slow burner if that makes sense over the next couple of months but um, I think that could be really helpful so some of the stuff is stuff you already do like nettle so like nettle tea which you drink that kind of thing great for your androgen hormones um things like zinc I'll double check the dosage of zinc you're currently getting in your multivitamin but you hope I think you're probably maybe getting enough zinc in that because zinc's important for uh like metabolizing and or like detoxing, one of a better phrase, all those androgen hormones. But also something that could be really helpful is some reishi as well. Um, reishi mushroom um, okay. is really helpful, but it's also really helpful from a cortisol and immune perspective as well. So as we're getting into winter and colds, uh, you know, all the things, reishi mushroom can be really useful. Now, obviously a lot of this stuff, a lot of your hormones, like we've talked about, is a lot to do with just like blood sugar management. It's just like boring stuff like that. But you have yeah. made a, like around, I know like, you know, sugar wise, no one has a perfect diet when it comes to sugar, but I think probably your baseline is pretty good. So yeah, hormones are massively affected by your blood sugar. But I think if we can add in a couple of little um, things to support that, that can be helpful. And even if it's just like adding in you can get reishi mushroom powder. You could just add into a hot chocolate or a drink or a smoothie or a whatever. You can get, I often have reishi hot chocolate um, that, you know, it's just like, like with your ashwagandha powder, you just add that in there. Um, but I think that could just help boost, like hopefully try to reduce how much of the inflammatory processing of your androgens you have, if that makes sense, uh, along with what you're doing. And I'll double check how much zinc additional zinc you are getting just to see if um that makes a difference i'll just make a note of that um, which because it would be nice if you could feel less teary at certain parts in your cycle yeah. Um, yeah and normally that's a lot to do with progesterone but some of that could also be to do with um like it's from a less from a 
I don't know, more psychological side of things, often that part in our period is when we feel more of our feelings. So it is sort of like when all the stuff you've maybe been feeling throughout the rest of your cycle, like literally comes up to the surface and biologically your brain is more sensitive to that. So it might be that taking a bit of time in your week to intentionally like digest feelings, if that makes sense, whether it's when you're at the gym or you're doing some tidying up in an aggressive fashion if you're feeling angry (laughs) like it's like it can be like just doing stuff you're already doing or um you know you're driving to pick the kids up from school and you just scream in the car for a while before (laughs) like before the kids get in when we we used to get worked so we moved away from home uh, I, I was near my sister at university and so she used to come and pick me up and we'd go and scream on a mountain somewhere we'd go and swear into the wind on a mountain yeah exactly <laughs> that's perfect yeah because it is it's with kids nearby no but it's it sounds silly but it's so, like you you'll see your kids do it all the time they have a feeling they let you know about it yeah pretty pretty quick doesn't matter if it's inconvenient, doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the street or the middle of Sainsbury's, they have a feeling they're going to jolly well let you know whether it's a tantrum, whether it's deep distress because there's not an apple that they wanted or like <laughs> the other day with Merlin, his banana, I peeled a banana and it broke and he was like, oh, no, I wanted a whole one, a big <laughs> one, like devastation, utter yeah. devastation about this. And there's actually something we can really learn from that. Now, obviously, we're grown-ups, we're adults, we know we're not going to necessarily just explode in the middle of the supermarket, but just giving ourselves, and I'm terrible at doing this, so I have to be super intentional, where I'll literally be like, oh, once the kids are in bed tonight, I'm going to have 15 minutes of feeling my feelings, like I need to be that deliberate about it, or like this morning, the children just driving me mad, so I came up, got dressed, and then just screamed into a pillow for like three minutes because <laughs> it was like eight o'clock and they were already driving me mad. So yeah. just just doing that and being really aware because that also might help with that part of your periods of actually being like if you can if your emotions can be witnessed throughout your cycle, they might not all need to like force the themselves yeah. at one time. Um, as well as you know supporting your androgen hormones and like the practical biological side of it, I do think. There's not this there's, there's something to be said for giving yourself space to to feel what it is that you feel. And again, that could come back to that thought work of what you need matters. And like your feelings matter. And like your yeah. feelings, like just like you probably witness all your children's various <clears throat> feelings throughout the course of day. Yeah, you, like you witness. <laughs> yeah. And you you will you'll stand there, you will witness them, you'll have boundaries, obviously but you will be, you'll acknowledge them. You also need some element of that in your life where somebody, even if it's you just acknowledging your own feelings, like that is really, really important for how your biology works as well as just, you know, your emotions. So I think that's a a tricky one, but a helpful one. Um, Just feeling feelings man I I still I, I still get annoyed about it I'm like oh I need to go and feel some feelings but <laughs> I do I do feel better like like I was better parent this morning when I just could go and scream like I said instead of screaming at my children I screamed into a pillow for a really long time said yeah. a lot of swear words very loudly <laughs> and it was like okay let's do this let's try and go to the post office Okay, which is what we needed to do. Whereas I think I would have just lost my rag at, or or like if I'm really sad, like, you know, so, sometimes you just need to cry. Like to be like, you know, what, I'm going to give myself 20 minutes to like cry. Okay, yeah. I'm going to do that. I sometimes even put a timer on because I'm like, I've got this stuff to do. This is unproductive. I'm going to time myself <laughs> for 10 minutes, put a sad song on, <laughs> cry. And then the timer goes off. I'm like, okay, that's all I've got time for today, but it's better than nothing. Let's go. Like, and again, different personalities deal with feelings differently. I'm, I'm, I find them annoying. Other, other people, <laughs> other people are more like, you know, like feelings oriented. Like they're so aware of how they feel all the time. And I'm always very jealous of that because I'm always like, <laughs> how am I doing? I don't know. 
right? That's a hard yeah. question. Leon so, likes to analyze feelings a lot. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's um, he's looked at kind of grief in different cultures, mm. and if you look at um, like in India and stuff like that, someone they're like wailing and falling on the coffin and yeah. getting it all out, whereas we're like zip up a lip, just yeah. don't show emotion. So yeah, the, like actually it might seem weird to us their way of doing it but actually I went to um I've got a friend who's a Muslim and I went to her wedding and as they were leaving her mum was so emotional she was she was literally crying like this was the wedding procession walking out so so the new husband walks out first and he's kind of leading it on his own and then um my friend with her her family were walking out and the mum fainted and she was walking out because yeah. she was in so emotional yeah, so and much feelings like, and the poor the, her poor husband was just like do I stop what what do I do yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what on earth is going on yeah yeah, <laughs> so yeah but it is feeling her feelings <laughs> she was and it was probably so much healthier like because it's that, it's that, like, like you say, flailing, lying on the coffin, like, you know, it talks in the Bible about like sackcloth and ashes or, you know, like people they would do that when people would die. Yeah, rips to put ash, and, uh, shave their heads. Like, yeah, yeah. It's actually about embodying your feelings, which is really yeah. important, really important to embody. Like the screaming, the punching, the moving, the putting on a sad song, the stomping it out on the streets, the falling to your knees and sobbing wildly like it's that embodying of your feelings is really important like we you know we've worked on with you like how you digest your food making sure you're digesting your proteins and you know all these things super important but it's like you, you've got to digest your feelings as well yeah. like if they don't get digested it's so at this point in the conversation, we go and review some of her specific symptoms. Up until now in the conversation, there's been a lot of coaching, focusing on thought work, how to support emotional eating, and kind of decrease stress. So now we're reviewing some of her key symptoms that have been bothering her. But, um, okay, I wanted to quickly, before we wrap up and have to go, is I know that um, while we're working together, we kind of rated some stuff out of 10 so yeah. I thought it'd be good to do like a final thing <laughs> of that. Um, so with your energy, if 10 out of 10 was like perfection, when it not perfection, but was just like brilliant, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant energy, where would you say, I, I mean, I know some of it will depend on your sleep and who went yeah, to yeah. the night, all of those kind of things. Yeah. But where would you say you roughly are? Um, certainly better than I was um to start with um but yeah still still a little ways to get and again it depends on the amount of sleep and stuff so pro- I'd probably say averaging eight or nine probably that's really good in, co- in comparison with uh where I was before not that I can remember the number <laughs> yes but um I'll find yeah. it I can tell you I've got it you put yourself at a four okay yeah. yeah so that's that's a huge improvement yeah which is good and again it'll be the hashtag life you know who yeah. wakes you up in the night what's happening is it half term or school's off is it christmas and you then you know but if yeah. your base even if your baseline is like eight seven eight and again your cycle you know your energy changes at different points in your cycle yeah. but it's really good if your baseline energy is better because that basically means you should have there's more resiliency there, yeah. which is important. Um, and another thing as well we were tracking was your weight, actually, which we haven't talked about because you... Okay. Um, have you weighed yourself? Because I know you don't weigh yourself much. Was it... I can't remember it was yesterday or the day before. I was about 32 and a half, something like that. Oh, so wow. that, I feel... Where was I at the start? I can't remember. I, I've not You were... Anything. No, I've written it down, don't worry. You were at 14 and a half stone, basically. 14 and a half. So, yeah, so I've like basically lost about a stone and a half, haven't I? Um, but it does, it seems to have kind of stagnated and not not moved in a while. Okay. Um, okay. With that one. So, yeah. 
so I, I was hoping the I know that I, I'm building muscle at the gym as well and stuff like yeah. that it was actually so this morning at the class I, I said to the guys I was coming out I was like I'm, I must be improving because previously I couldn't do sit-ups without something on my feet to hold it down but today I did quite a few sit-ups without yes. something on my feet so I'm obviously improving yeah <laughs> from what well I done. but yeah the things I feel so I've gone down to I'm generally wearing about size 14s at the moment nice. where I was probably 18-ish before so wow. I have seen I have seen a change in in my body but yeah, yeah. the weight the scales aren't moving <laughs> anymore yes. Yeah, which probably is a mix down just under 13 and then popped back up again okay okay yeah it's probably a mix of like stress o'clock let's call it but like and the guilt and oh I'll just eat tons of bread or sugar and then I'll beat myself up about it and like that stress cycle which means you have more cortisol more adrenaline more more sugar in your blood more insulin store more fat like that's why I do yeah. hop on about it because it's not just about it's nice if Claire feels nice. It is nice if you feel nice. But it also, you know, in terms of affecting your body composition, it does impact that. So it's probably yeah. a little bit of that. But also, as you say, if you are going to the gym, your metabolism will be shifting. You might be building a bit more muscle. You might be a bit more hungry. You, you know, like those kinds of things can also um, make a difference. And I think probably in terms of in terms of your weight, the more balanced your blood sugar is, the like your weight will keep going with that. Yeah. So um, I think probably maybe having your like stress o'clock ritual, your cookie ritual, if we call it, I think ironically that could really help. Yeah. Even though it's like. So it's not a spiral into a. Yeah. It's even though on paper it'd be like, Kezi, tell her to eat a cookie to, to help <laughs> shift her body composition. I actually do think it would help because it just reduced some of the drama. It's a little bit of self-care. It's nice yeah. chocolatey pleasure around food. So the worst thing you can do for your weight is to feel deprived or like super yeah, yeah. restricted. It's just a disaster. It just really doesn't work. So I think potentially that could work um, really well. So you could keep me in the loop, like between now and Christmas. If that, if you still feel like that, if you feel like you've made a couple of tweaks and that hasn't shifted, then okay. you can always let me know and because there's a cup it's essentially just problem solving at this point like it yeah. might just be a couple of tweaks um so I think your metabol- metabolism is probably better than it was and you can lose weight so but you've done amazing Claire I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast and if you want more help more support and more answers so you can see quicker easier and faster results in your beautiful body head to keziahall.com forward slash book book your free zoom call with me we'll just chat things through and don't forget there's some awesome christmas bonuses happening otherwise have an amazing week eat like you love yourself and i will speak to you soon